All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to episode 12. We're moving right along with this podcast, and I can't thank my listeners enough. I can't thank you guys enough for being a part of the Courage and Redemption family. Now, this podcast is titled SCAR with Dustin Rivenbark, and it stands for Seeking Courage and redemption. Now, let me tell you kind of the intent of the podcast, sort of the the why are we here, so to speak, and it's to work out our trials or hardships in such a way that we can see God's glory and begin to unfold his plan for our lives. Now, you may be thinking like, but why do I need to listen to Scar, right? Like, like, why do I need to be here? And here's the truth, guys. We all have issues, plain and simple. We all have stuff, right? It could be work-related, family-related, friendship on the rocks, whatever. We all have stuff. And this stuff can accumulate. And this stuff can begin to cloud our mind. And this stuff can begin to uh, uh, just actually change the trajectory of our lives. If we don't have a special system, if we don't have a filter to filter all of these comments through and thoughts through and and issues and stuff through, uh, it can actually begin to alter the purpose of your life. And, and, And so that's the intent of this podcast is that is that we can all begin to share and be a part of of life together and be relational. And, and I think that's what God has called us. I know that's what God has called us to do, is to be relational beings and, and show that this life is not uh, easy. This, this sinful state that we live in is not easy. It's tough, guys. But you know, having the right mindset, having the right people around you is so important. And that's why I'm really wanting to do a push to sort of promote my new book, Courage and Redemption, because um, I really believe that this book lays the groundwork, the foundations to freedom, right? And and I believe that the six key battle principles from the story of Joshua will really start to ignite uh, a passion in you and it will start to help you sort of figure out uh, where your life is headed and what God's will for your life is. So with that being said, last week we sort of unfolded um, the preparation phase, which is kind of the first phase uh, of, of the roadmap to courage and and redemption, and uh, the preparation phase, you it could be counseling, um, <clears throat> it could be sitting and talking with good friends um, who really have your best interest in mind. It could even be, uh, of course, it's prayer and Bible study. It can be. Um, a accumulation of all of these things, your preparation phase, it could take years to overcome. It could take a lifetime to overcome uh, a lifetime of abuse and, and, and years of addiction. Guys, uh, these key principles don't just, uh, they're, they're, they're not to be necessarily one after the other. Some of these principles may overlap each other. The preparation process will probably go through all the rest of them as well, because we're constantly preparing for the next phase, the next chapter, whatever's going on, that whatever trial we're up against. There's an old saying in the oil field that goes, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So what exactly does that mean for you and your trial and your hardship? And today I just... 
Today I want to talk a little bit uh, about the second key battle principle from the story of Joshua, and that's obtaining spies. Now, I'm not talking about like 007 kind of spies here. I'm talking about we need people, right? We need people in our lives. I'm not just talking about the type of people that will tell you what you want to hear, but the type of people who will tell you what you need to hear in order to move past obstacles, trials, hardships, things you've done wrong, things people have done wrong to you. So, this whole idea of, of obtaining spies kind of comes from Joshua 2.1. I want to read this to you. Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two men as spies from Achaia Grove, saying, Go and scout the land, especially Jericho. So they left and came to the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. Before we go too much further, it's important that you guys know that Joshua was one of 12 spies that that Moses his 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 predecessor had had sent out to 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 kind of investigate the land of Canaan and 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 all of that and so uh only two spies came back with hope only two spies came back with a message of I think we can do this there's giants in the land yeah but but they don't know the size of my god they don't know the power of my God, right? And so, and so from there, we learned a very, very valuable lesson. And I think that Joshua learned this as well. It's not necessarily the quantity, like the amount of people that speak into our lives. But guys, it's about the quality of people speaking into our lives. I can't, I can't stress the value enough of having life-giving people in your life. Guys, we're going to go through various phases in this life, and who you choose to surround yourself with is going to make all the difference in the world. Now, we see that they came to a prostitute named Rahab's house when when Joshua learned this valuable lesson and he sent out two spies rather than the 12 I'm sure these were two spies that that were well trusted and that that godly men that he could really count on and so this whole story of Rahab is a beautiful moment in humanity it's a beautiful moment in history and I encourage all of you guys to read it but here's what I want you to be encouraged with this is what I want you to pick up from the story of Rahab and she, Rahab, said to them, the two spies that just showed up at her house, I know that the Lord has given you this land and that the terror of you has fallen on us. And everyone who lives in the land is panicking because of you. Joshua 2.9. Listen to me. The enemy knows, guys. The, the enemy knows what you're capable of. And if you're given half a second to use that for the glory of God, oh, man, guys, it's, it's game on. So you don't need to surround yourself with people who tell you what you need to hear. Oh, yeah, Dustin, you should have done this. You should have said that. Da, 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 da. No, you want truth holders, life givers, the body of Christ to pick you up and say, hey, yo, I think God, I think God may be trying to do this in your life. I think God may be trying to say this in your life. I think you should have done that this way, right? Not just telling you what you need to hear. 
But I mean, not just telling you what you want to hear, but telling you what you need to hear. And listen to me, guys, this whole idea of obtaining spies, having real life giving people around you may not come easy to you. Maybe you're from a culture. Maybe you're from a lifestyle of people that don't necessarily know how to do that. And they've surrounded themselves with generational sin, with bondage, with chains, with hardships. And you see people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, still stuck in this poverty mindset, this this victim mindset, this victim mentality, and you are smart enough to recognize right now that everything they've done up to this point isn't working for them. Okay, it's not working for them. So something in here has to change. Something around you has to change. And it starts with the people that you put in your life, guys. This is this is monstrous. Okay, that we go ahead and we get a hold of this concept right now. But you may be thinking, all right, now, how do I know if these people are are good for me? How do I know if these people are quality people that I should have in my life? I want you to think back right now. I want you to just just think right now. Think back about the past several months of your life, the people that have talked in your ear, the people you've talked to on the phone, the people you've talked to face to face. Have those conversations been lift me up, powerful Have they been enabling you to continue to act in such a way that's got you really nowhere? Has it it been conversations of empowerment? Conversations of, I can do this. Conversations of life-giving love, right? That helps you get through day to day. Or has it been vulgar? Has it been obscene? Has it been uh, vengeful, spiteful? Have the conversations been a lot of arguments, a lot of drama, a lot of things that are just unhealthy, just a plethora of nonsense going on that you can't do anymore? I want to tell you now, we have to find purpose in the storms. Now, what do I mean exactly by purposing the storm? Here's what I mean. I had a buddy of mine named named Craig who was in the hospital, and he was dying of cancer. Uh, we were given the call that that he wasn't going to make it much longer. He wasn't um, going to live much longer. And I went into the hospital, and Craig, he was down and out, man. It was a desperate situation, and and so I go in and I sit down with Craig, and uh, and he's like, Dustin, yo, I'm hurt. Um, I can't. You know, I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready to die yet. I've got so much life to live. And he's like, I feel like I'm in a prison. Like I'm like I'm like I'm in a jail cell, man. I'm getting stuck with all these needles and medicines and uh, I can't be there for my family. Uh, It just I'm, I'm I'm in a prison. And I sat back and and I've talked to you guys about having this prayerful mindset, this idea, this filter that you can think before we act. Guys, I need you to hear this. Think before we act. So I sat back and prayed to the God of heavens. How 
should I respond to this man? How can I give hope in what appears to be a hopeless situation? So I told Craig, I said, Craig, I can't relate to the cancer. I can't, but I can relate to being in a prison. And some of the most powerful drug cartels known to man are ran from inside a prison. Now, I've told you these guys this story, and I need you to understand the power of the concept of this story. This is so huge. I turned this into, I don't condone, by the way, uh, drug cartels or any of that, but you got to understand that wherever you are, you can make an impact. You can be a leader or, or you can cause destruction. You can cause more hardship on yourself, more due pain and all of that. And so Craig knew what I meant. And he meant that I meant that he could be a leader right now for his family, for me, who walks in and sees this man, how he carries himself, how he holds his faith, how he just structures his life from right there. He can be a leader to his kids, to his parents, to all his friends who come into that hospital, and he can show them where his faith and strength comes from. And I left a desperate situation that I walked into. I left out of it with a smile on his face. Now, how do we do that? How do we surround ourselves with people who have our best interests in mind when we're surrounded by people who only want to cause more damage, only want to hold us down, only want to hold us to the level that they're playing on and they don't want to see us climb that ladder, so to speak, and they don't want to see, they want to see us do good, but not too good, right? You have got to have, you've got to know there is power in the purge. Now, what do I mean by this? I mean, all right, so let's take crawfish. <laughs> I know it's kind of a funny analogy, but I love crawfish, all right? And so when you take crawfish, and a lot of people argue that this really doesn't work, but it's something we grew up doing, we, we purge the crawfish before we cook them. We take, we take tons of crawfish, we put them in big coolers, fill it up with water, and we pour salt, right? We pour salt all in the cooler and the water, and what this does is it purges the crawfish. It makes them expel through vomiting all of their uh, 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 toxins, all of of the stuff that's inside of them that is not clean, no good, it purges them of all of that stuff. And I want to encourage you guys, you guys need to purge your relationships. You guys need to purge your lifestyle, the way that you uh the way that you've always done things because look, it's it's not going to get you anywhere being surrounded by the same things that have got you to here. I need you to take inventory right now of the people that are surrounding you. Like I said, think back about the conversations. Have you actually have you actually thought about the people that surround you and maybe they could be a lot of the reasons for where we are in life. Things could be going great for you. 
You could be doing some really great things in your life, and you could be surrounded right now by solid, godly men and women who 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 know the life that's been given to them, and they're and they're moving, and they're and they're causing you to be on fire, and you're moving, and things are great. That's awesome. How do you think you got that? It's by the people that is surrounding you that you have decided to put your life in 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 their lives and they have in turn lifted you up, guys. And so right now, you need to know that there are some people in your life you need to take a break from. You need to you need to take a step back from. There are people that might be in your field of uh, communication, in your field of friendships that are not really friends at all, and you need to remove yourselves from that, however that is possible. Now, this is going to be one of the hardest things you ever do in your life. This process this battle principle, obtaining spies, good, solid, life-given people in your life, this is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. Well, Dustin, how do I do it? You just have to do it. Can it be scary? Yes. Will it be easy? No. Removing people from your circle can be one of the most freeing things you will ever experience, but it can also be one of the hardest things you will ever do in your life. This is one of the most urgent priorities to establishing the second key battle principle of obtaining spies. It is of utmost importance to remove all negative spheres of influence before surrounding yourself with the right people to help you move forward in this life, guys. Man, I can't... You may be scared to death right now just hearing these words. I don't know how to walk away from that relationship. I don't know how to step out of that. Listen to the words of Joshua 1.9. Haven't I commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. As long as you surround yourself and, and put yourself in line. With God's will, you are under his protection. The moment you step outside, you have opened up yourself and your entire family to the schemes of the enemy. Guys, there's an enemy. There's the devil. There's a system out there that does not want you to succeed in this life. But there is a God in heaven who created you for a plan and a purpose on this earth. And as long as you put your trust and your faith and your beliefs in him, there's no power in hell that can come against you because our God is so big and he's the most powerful. He's the most loving, the most gracious being. That has ever been. Now. Then you'll come to a point. Once you start to remove. All of these negative influences. All of these hard relationships. In your life. These drama filled. Situations. When you start to remove. All of that. 
you're going to come to a point where the purge has now given you a feeling of loneliness. And you're like, you're like, great, man. Now I have nobody. All right. At this point, you can hear these words kind of echoing through eternity. Great, Dustin. Now I have no one. And for some of us, this whole idea of being lonely keeps us in harmful relationships, harmful marriages, harmful, harmful boyfriend, girlfriend dating relationships for far too long. Listen, being in the Word of God plays a major role in your psyche. Isaiah 41.10 says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold on to you with my righteous right hand. You've got to get to a point where you're willing to embrace the loneliness. You need the freedom to begin the first steps in working out the six key battle principles in your life. What are your dreams again? I can can almost hear your dreams whispering. You can do this. You can do it. Quit fighting against the generational curse of slavery to addiction. Quit fighting against this desire to not be alone. I just need somebody. And it keeps you wrapped up in this this unhealthy, toxic relationship or friendship. Quit fighting against the hurt or the pain that you're enduring. The vivid memory of the tragic circumstances of that day. Let's start to let it go. Let's surround ourselves with life givers. Let's remember that because of Christ, I am free. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. So in each and every moment that I feel alone, I must know that there's power in the purge. There is purpose in the storm. When life gets when life gets at its lowest and I realize I realize that it's just too messy and I can't do it. I can't I can't pull myself out. I don't even know where to begin. Romans 5, 3 through 4 says, And not only that, but we also rejoice in our afflictions because we know that affliction produces endurance. Endurance prove, or produces proven character, and proven character produces hope. Rejoice in our afflictions. Consider it all worthy of our God to fight through the struggles 
the uncertainty, the fear, the hardships of this life, the stuff that I just can't get out of my head that that may have happened to me or, or that I may be surrounded by. God, give me strength and courage and wisdom to step outside of that into the unknown, into the loneliness, recognizing that I never am lonely in the first place if I put my trust and my faith and, and, and my love in you and you alone. You will never leave me. You will never forsake me. And I pray to you to please put me in God-giving, life-giving relationships. Put people in my path that care about me, that want to see me succeed, that want to see me do great things in this life under the will of God. Wow. There's so much power out there. There's so much life out there to be lived and to be given and to receive. But it starts today. It starts through that preparation process. It starts by taking an inventory right now of the people that surround you. Man, who's around you? Who's picking you up? Who's telling you, yo, you can do this? Who's telling you, I see something in you when everybody else tells you you're not worthy, you're not worth it, you're not good enough? Who's telling you, yes, you are. Pick yourself up. Hold your head up. Move forward. Move in confident boldness that you are a child of God and you are under his protection. Who's telling you this? Embrace those people. You don't have them? Start the power of the purge right now. Purge those relationships. Leave those relationships that are stopping you from becoming who God called you to be. If it means you got to change your number and vanish, do it. If it means you got to have some real hard conversations, do it. Embrace the loneliness. That's just a a temporary feeling. Because God's company is so much greater than anything you could ever imagine. Always remember there's a difference in doing things for Jesus and spending time with Jesus. Mm. Guys, I'm going to close this out today and I want to encourage you The power of the purge is so much bigger than you. The power of the purge is so much bigger than you. It affects your family. It affects your children. It affects your friends, your relatives. Man, it it, it affects your relationship with Christ. You need to obtain some spies. I'm talking about real people. I'm talking about truth holders, life givers, people who have your back. Embrace it. Guys, I hope that you've enjoyed episode 12 today. This has been a true, true, um, powerful message for me. 
this has been just a great moment in time for us to to just sit back and take a little inventory on this beautiful Friday of our lives or whatever day you may be listening to this. Um, I want to encourage you, please go out and purchase my book, Courage and Redemption. It can be found uh, at iUniverse website. It can be found on Amazon or direct message me. Uh, send me a message. Dustin, how can I get a hold of this book? And we'll get one in your hands. Just get the book. If you've already bought a copy, buy two more copies. Give them out. There are people just yesterday, guys, I got the chance to pray with a man inside a store. He asked me if I, I was putting my book out on the shelf and he asked me, did I write the book? And I said, yes, sir. And come to find out his wife was uh, uh, in a rehab in Montgomery. Next thing I know, uh, we are, I, I, he's on his knees. I'm, I'm sitting down. I'm praying with this man with my arm around him, being relational and intentional with this man. People need this. They need freedom. They need a process to filter all of these troubles. And he bought a book and he is sending it to his wife today. And I just cannot wait to hear the testimony and all of that. Guys, get your hands on this. Please like and share this podcast. Guys, I can't tell you how important you are in this Courage and Redemption family. I need you to like and recur, uh, like and share this podcast and how to get your hands on this book because together we can. Together we can do this. See you guys in the next couple of days.